Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. There are often times during these past couple of years and throughout this whole whole adventure where I've really just wondered, what is the point? What is the point of us coming in? What is the point of us living? What is the point of us doing this work? And I think that even in this podcast, what is the point of this podcast? And we asked this question the last episode of season one. That was our description. What is the point? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I just remembered. (laughs) And I think hopefully today on episode 24 of season five, Mm -hmm. which is technically episode 124. What is the point? What is the point for all of these things? We are here to be the divine in action. We are here to face who we really are. And in the process of coming to realize who we really are, as in divine beings, we get to experience myriad ways in which we've been allowed to express ourselves from the lowest of the lows to the highest of the highs. It's all the yummy stuff. Mm. And also what 3D brought over millennia in separation was all the not so yummy stuff, right? Yeah. And the, but this is the this is the lifetime where we can move from not so yummy to yummy. Right? Yes. Because karma, when we're in our karma, which is our separation, yeah. it only allows us to see a very small portion right. of our power, of who mm. we are, of our fate. Because if that fate if fate is that tapestry of our lives, mm-hmm. then we don't see that when we're coming from such a blinkered view of we are powerless and we're not good enough. Oh, God, you, you, you see a minuscule, and I mean the tiniest, tiniest possible portion of what we've described in previous episodes as the tapestry of our fate, right? Which is mm. far larger, far more intricate, that contains a large number of possibilities, not infinite, <laughs> as, yeah. we, <laughs> as we found out many times. <laughs> But certainly quite a, quite a bit. What we are unable to really understand due to our karma and our karmic experience and life and separation is why we are here, what we are doing with our lives and how we're meant to do it, right? Yeah. So the reason to answer you about what it was and why we have this podcast, the goal was to enable people to expand their perspective, to understand that we are far more complex, powerful, and capable than we've ever known ourselves to really be. And the only way to really do that, again, is to do it through the spiritual lens, right? Because often it's the spiritual body that gets quite neglected in Mm. our healing process, right? In our human lives, we just tend to really focus mainly on the physical, sometimes on the emotional, and often on the mental. But those bodies are so out of whack most of the time because we've never really addressed our spiritual issues. And once we do is when everything kind of falls in line, right? And we can get the bigger picture. So that was really what the point of this podcast and especially the past five seasons have been about five. Well, technically six, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I (laughs) I know you know. You're very gracious like that. Thank you. (laughs) But it makes total, but it makes, I mean, for me, it makes total sense, right? When I started this podcast, and I know we'll talk a lot about this more in in the next episode coming up next week, but when I started this podcast, I came because I just wanted to feel better. I didn't, I was, I just wanted relief. 
it wasn't about me living in my power. It wasn't about me being able to have everything I desire and even all the things I couldn't even conceive of desiring. I just wanted relief from the shit. Mm-hmm. But in doing the work and making karma my bitch, I managed to expand my perspective to a point that I could see why I was here, what I was doing with my life and how I was meant to do it. Mm. And what I found is that actually when I came out of my karma, it was really overwhelming almost to consider what was next because no one, I didn't really know very many people who could speak to it, who could say, yep, we are divine. I have no ego. I have no fear. I have no karma. And this is the world I want to create. I was like, uh, what the fuck do I do here? Because I'm just on a different planet to everyone else. <laughs> and you are. It really does feel that way. You are pretty much on your own island. Yeah, and figuratively, I, Rhea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally am, right? And I realized actually, because I had to stop and it, it, it took a while and it was like, you know, I had to cope with a big ego death when that happened. And mm-hmm. it was very difficult. Oh, but then actually, That is I'm, really, the ego deathing can really just feel like a massive loss. Well, I mean, karma, you're right. like, woohoo, throw me a party. Yeah. Even your fear, you're like, damn straight, bitch, you're done. But the yeah. ego, oh, that's because like, you that's lose... gut-wrenching. Exactly, because what it's, you go from who did I think I was to the fundamental question of who actually am I? Yes. Because, yes, you talk about us being divine. Yes, I know I am whole. <laughs> I know I can be powerful, you know, but it felt like there was something else that goes along with those foundational pieces. And that foundational piece, really, it has to do with what you said in previous episodes, which is I am the God in my world, Mm. right? It is that we are everything. And in oneness consciousness, we are everything because we are connected to all. And all is a part of us. So there isn't anything that is not connected. And when I say we are connected to all, as opposed to the all, all stands for source because we are all expressions of the same source. And this is like, it's a very heady idea. One that most people can't really wrap their heads around because it's not really a mental body exercise. It can only be accessed through the spiritual body, which means it really only comes when we are in higher consciousness. Because we can, we can sort of logicize, we can definitely logicize Mm. it, right? You can understand And also if we understand our point of essence, we can understand we all came from the same place though. Yes and no, because point of essence itself is a different kind of experience than really connecting to source, source, to all. So imagine, yes, I mean, you're on the right track, Rhea, because in point of essence, it really is almost like womb. But when we just, when we're saying, um, when we're discussing all as in source, that's true divine power. That's a whole other level. That's a whole other identity level. Okay, we're going to explain it one other way. So effectively, imagine what source's point of essence. So when you can connect to source pre-point of essence, as in beyond point of essence, that's where true divine power resides. And when we connect to that is when we can really see and grasp and understand and experience all and we're just going to shelve that and put a pin in it for like later teachings because I know that that gets quite beyond in yeah. some ways. But and that's, that's okay. where we're heading to. We're heading yes. to the point where we can see that we are the most powerful beings in the universe. <laughs> so, or we are part of the most powerful being in the universe. Yes. Well, we, we are. We are an expression of the power. We are being. all. We are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We are all. 
Um, <laughs> well, and that's because we're all just extensions of life. And when we really understand that, when we comprehend that it's not just because yeah, I'm responsible for my life in this lifetime mm-hmm. and this is my body and whatever, but that our lives really belong to us because I've created this. I really, I have a much bigger role in how I've created my life than I can even understand. That it's not just the sum total of my choices and my responsibilities from the time I was born, but from before then. That makes sense to me. But separation, karma, and everything that results doesn't allow us to see that. We think everything is separate from us. Everything is outside of us. I was created by something else. But what if I'm a part of what, what if I'm really a part of that thing that created me? (laughs) I mean, it just feels like a really weird game, you know, where we (laughs) effectively know how we come into this world knowing how powerful and incredible we are. Mm -hmm. And then basically it gets beaten out of us. Whereas in this lifetime, we're saying, all right, well, you were separated from your divinity. Now, Mm -hmm. can you come back into oneness with it? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I do understand from a personal perspective, sometimes we have to know what it's like to not have it to understand what it really is. Mm, okay. But I think that actually what can s- stop us from doing that and what, what keeps us in separation and why we were talking about the ego death in some ways is that it can be very intimidating, overwhelming, and we almost feel incapable of taking responsibility for how big we are, for how powerful we are. And oh, so we turn to the defined notions of ourselves to understand who we are. Mm-hmm. But if we can start to move past that and see yes. this bigger picture and overcome the scariness of our largeness effectively, right? Mm-hmm. We can really start to see how beautifully powerful we are mm-hmm. and how actually that responsibility isn't a burden, but it's a gift. And that's really when we can begin to own our purpose is when we can really grasp just what big souls we are. And that's really hard because from generation to generation, one of the things that we inherit, not just sort of in our cellular memory, but socially, we're constantly being carved away at, right? Mm. There's always something that's paring us down every year as we get older. I mean, even if it's just literally the passage of time, right? (laughs) That's true. But that's all the other stuff of separation, right? If you think Mm -hmm. about it, and this is really interesting in some ways, like what tells us we're not good enough from externally onto us, not just relationships and all that kind of stuff, and not even the stuff that we're telling ourselves, but even once we're out of our karma, we might run out of money. The government will be able to still tell us what to do. We can Mm -hmm. still go to prison. We can still be shunned by the social collective which is effectively now the religious collective and you know in mm-hmm. social stigma right yeah. so we they, we still like these are the tenets of 3d that have to fall we have to bring them down because yeah. what the fuck is the point of coming into this beautiful beautiful empowering state and then not being able to really enjoy that mm-hmm. or what is the point of raising children to cultivate that beautiful state and then being them being pushed back inside again. We need to start taking responsibility for all the ways in which we have created and perpetuated this separation. That is so we well will, said. <laughs> and how we will continue to create and perpetuate the separation yeah. whilst we are not actually doing something against it, if that makes sense. It's true, because even as a conscious being, you can do that. Totally. And that it's the, we don't know what it means to be a really powerful person. And I can tell you as a parent, it is really difficult to raise these young souls and help them maintain their power. It is overwhelming and 
a challenge because every system and institution wants to shrink them. Yeah. Wants to keep taking it away, you know, bit by bit by bit. And that's kind of what I was saying so poorly about, you know, we get carved at. And that's really, I think, one of the greatest challenges and why this has to come up now towards the end of the building block seasons that we've been sharing with everyone, which is, can you somehow maintain the grandness of your soul absent of your ego and step into your full divine self? I can tell you, even people on mission have not been fully able to do that because you get shot down. And Mm -hmm. so, so many people have just continued to hide how great they really are, how awesome their being is out of fear that they won't be accepted. We've been taught that you also have to conform to the collective and that's how you do it, right? And the thing is, when you were speaking about mission in a previous episode in season 4.1, you were effectively saying that purpose can extend out to mission And mission is effectively the doing when you are effectively speaking specifically to God consciousness, that I see the divine in you and you see the divine in me and I see Mm -hmm. the divine in all and in everything. If our purpose, all of us, is to be of service to that collective, which Mm -hmm. it is, we've just framed it in a 3D separation way, which is be like the collective. And actually what we've been (laughs) teaching for literally every season now is in order to truly serve the collective you must serve the individual within the collective first which is yourself and not in a selfish way but in a can you bring yourself to oneness so you can help see the oneness in everyone else around you exactly because yourself is that divine that you need to be yourself to be able to live your purpose oneness is effectively just simply seeing as you were saying that we are all one yeah. Or another way of describing it, I guess everything is all. Um, but one can, we can't be in oneness with anything around us unless we're in oneness with ourselves. Yeah. So really it is the first step for anything, mission, purpose, life, happiness, joy, bliss, is to really start to get into oneness with ourselves, even in those choices. Start with choices and it expands and expands and expands. So then it becomes oneness with our three bodies and it becomes oneness with our four bodies. Then it becomes mm-hmm. oneness extending out of us until it becomes oneness so far that you can't even, you know, beyond the eye can see, beyond the heart can feel. And that is true divinity, right? That is true source. And the moment we realize that it will, we can keep growing in that beautiful way. And then there's more to our lives than just what, not even just what our limited karma told us, not even what oneness told us, but there's so much more than we even can know. Because we could never see that while we were in our karma. Ever. Oh my God, never. Ever. Never. And even oh, and now out of it, you can only just grasp it even a tiny, tiny minuscule bit. Yeah. And side note, if anybody wonders why a psychic could never properly read them, when you're in your karma, what the fuck are they going to see about your future? Oh my God, Liz, that's fucking fascinating. I know, right? <laughs> did you just did you just know that for now, just now? Have you always known that? Well, I've always suspected, like, I could say, but that's the first time I actually said it in those words where it's clear. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, I kind of knew that because I would always tell yeah. people, you know, yeah. I understand why, you know, what, what they yeah. see and what they don't see and why. Yeah. But, you know, I mean... Yes, I just put two and two together. <laughs> and I was of like, course, oh, because fuck actually yes. all they're seeing, all, all, all the psychic can see right now is your story. Yeah. And they can't see all the tapestry. No, not at all. They're only going to see one or two things that would, that would be an extension of your karma, which could also just be that destiny bit that we discussed, right? Where destiny is yeah. possible in third dimensional separation consciousness, but not in 5D. Yeah, because destiny in, is just the points that you hit to get to 5D. And fate yeah. is what resides 5D and beyond. 
because fate yeah. is not a single line it's a tapestry of lots of different options because you're powerful so... enough to almost choose your own fate like yes. choose your own adventure right love those books yes it's very much like that and we fear that right we've been taught to fear those possibilities because we won't know and that uncertainty will kill us mm. but the reality is that it's not even about uncertainty. So uncertainty doesn't impact us when we are free and powerful beings. We look at it on the flip side, which is it's just Anything another possibility. Possible. Anything is possible. And so to allow ourselves to navigate life through fate as opposed to karma really becomes that adventure ride, or as you say, your whole adventure that awaits you post-karma. Mm. And that mm. we can then allow our higher selves to become the guide. And our higher selves is effectively us, right? Yes. And that's when the magic happens. That's when we enable magic. So our higher selves is just that point of who we are. So it is who we are and our most divine light that we can access while we are in mm. human form that is mm. objective, that really knows mm. what's in our highest good, that is quite, you know, that sort of that occupies a much higher mm. vibration than we do. Mm. And we have an episode all about that. It's in season 4.1. It's called Soul Man, in case anyone wants to know more about it. <laughs> Yay, thank you. <laughs> I was like, wait, I feel like I've said this before. Yeah, or this sounds quite episode. familiar. Good, yeah. good. So, and magic is something you love. I mean, it's just mm. kind of something that I don't think about too much. But magic is, is your thing, Rhea. I love it. <laughs> This is what I w desire. This is what I want. And you just watch it unfold in front of you. You're like, fuck, I couldn't have designed it like that. This is amazing. I'm so powerful. I literally am this powerful. Is that crazy? And then you're like, oh my God, but I'm not just me. I'm everyone. And oh my God, we're all so powerful. And there's all magic. Like it's fucking cool, right? But when we're, when we're scared, we don't see it. It blocks, not only like it blocks our relationship to our higher selves. So we mm -hmm. don't always connect to it or we mishear it. We misunderstand it. Fear tells us we can't do any of those things. Fear tells us it's going to blow up in our face. Fear tells us that we're not good enough, that we're not God enough. And actually, fear is the illusion. It's it not the safety mechanism. Right. And we need to start recognizing that. Fear is the one thing that keeps us small because it's literally putting a curtain between us and our magic. We can't Absolutely. see the sun shining if all the doors are closed. Yeah. And we only come into magic when we can really see that we are God enough and good enough. So magic is the ability to create that which we require for our lives that mm. facilitates the expression of love and joy in everything that we do, which is effectively everything that we require for our purpose and for our mission becomes part of that magic. You can logicize it a little bit in the sense of <laughs> if our purpose is to be fully and wholly us, and to mm -hmm. be in joy and to be in love and to see how divine we are. And when we're living our purpose, we are just so fucking on, right? Yes. So magic is effectively that thing that we can conjure, that we use to keep us in that state, to bring mm -hmm. whatever we need next. Because as a human, and we, you know, we've said this before, like, spoiler alert, wanting more is not a bad thing. It's the best fucking thing of all because that is what growth and evolution really means. Mm -hmm. So it allows us to keep growing. It allows us to keep evolving. It allows us to keep, keep wanting more love, more joy, more choices, more experiences. It's hope, it's hope Rhea. It's yeah. hope. So magic is how we bring that into the physical realm. It literally is us bringing our divinity into the physical realm. I did not know that. Yes. And that is, <laughs> and that is what magic really truly is. 
we we literally magic it into our world because if we conceive it then it exists mm-hmm. and then we magic it so that we can touch it feel it experience it know it in all our bodies because if you think about it we can feel some oh my god let's listen to this because if you think about it when we experience something or we think something right we might feel it on our emotional body we might feel mm-hmm. it in our mental body we might even feel it in our spiritual body but magic allows us to experience it in our physical body too so that yes. we are fully one in ourselves experiencing mm-hmm. everything as one including that physical body and magic is the one that allows our physical body to experience what the other bodies feel how magnificent is that and that is when we are truly divine beings cuz it's fucking cool thank you for listening for more information articles and inspiration find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.